0: you tell a story he does too
1: can he one-up you well that's up to you tell your best tale and you never know you could be a winner on the one-upper show okay and welcome back to the one-upper i'm your host ted blazak we're coming to you today from uh, farmer's market in downtown coeur d'alene idaho And we've got another great guest who's come by our little booth here. Uh, And what's your name, sir? My name's Daniel. And where are you from, Daniel?
0: From Susanville, California.
1: Susanville, uh, California. Are you uh, here visiting? No, I actually lived in Reno for quite a while and moved
0: to Idaho about two years ago after I retired.
1: Oh, oh, good good for you to be retired. And so so now you live in this area. I do. Oh, okay. Love it. Yeah. Wonderful. Good for you. So, uh, I hear you got a great story. I have an unusual story, yes. Unusual. That's very good. So, lay it on us. Well, it happened in a house.
0: And most residents have either a basement or a crawl space. Uh-huh. There was a long winter, and uh, water had accumulated under this house, which was for sale. Uh, was- did you... Own this house, or
1: in yes. you, uh, you're living in this house, Correct. and you're selling it. Where, where, where is this? This is in the city of Reno. In Reno. Okay.
0: So I rented a pump, and I was going to pump the water out.
1: Yeah.
0: And had a neck, uh, an extension cord with me and and, and
1: This is uh, a crawl space underneath the the main floor.
0: Yeah, and the closet is a latch. You yeah. Can just pull that up. It's usually carpeted. Yeah. And it crawled right down into the space. Down in there was probably a solid six to eight inches of water that had
1: accumulated.
0: Uh-huh. And in order to sell the residence, yeah, the water needed to be gone. Sure, it did. The yeah. that, that was one that was going to do it.
1: Was it just like rainy and a high water level?
0: It was an unusual winter, just like they had this year.
1: Oh, I see. I see. And a lot of runoff. So it was runoff at yeah. the house during the yeah. inspection.
0: It failed the inspection, and the oh. water needed to be removed sure sure so i had a lot of fear about death
1: prior to this oh really because this is a near-death experience story did you did, so so you were you were thinking about your own mortality just before this event
0: life i think we all to be honest i think we all consider our own mortality
1: i i i think about it all the time I, I I I'm I'm trying to defeat the odds and and live forever, but I don't think I'll pull it off.
0: If you were to ask anybody to be completely honest with you, they would tell you that they're a huge fear of dying.
1: Yes, yes, yes. It's quite consuming.
0: Which is what I had until I had this inc-
1: Oh, and now you don't have.
0: Now I no longer have.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. So what happened?
0: Well, I had gone down there two times. And I had a pump attached to an extension cord, pumped for about an hour or two the first time I was down there. I came out to the brake, went back in, had the extension cord around my neck, and it was plugged into a some into the pump. And I made a terrible mistake with the extension cord, which doesn't really matter, but the incident wouldn't have occurred had I not made a mistake. However, I heard a loud crack. Yeah. A loud flash. Yeah. And I was being fully electrocuted.
1: Wow. So the extension cord was plugged in, but it fell in the water like at a connection point. Yes. Yeah. And then so the- it was attached to me, and I was. Were you standing in the water, or I laying? was kneeling in the nailing, water? That's what I underneath the crawl space Yeah.
0: Kneeling so yeah. down, kind of hunched over. Plugged into electricity. I was in the process of moving from one location down there to another. Mm. The electrocution happened and the only thing that would work was my thought system. You think, well, that's weird. What else do you have? Well, you have your movement of all your body and I no longer had that. I, all I had were my thoughts. You, you were, you were paralyzed. I was completely paralyzed. I knew for, a f- I was electrocuted. And I was positive, without a doubt in the world, that I was going to die.
1: Wow. Wow. But you're still conscious and you're still thinking. I'm still conscious and still uh, still have the ability to think
0: and to feel, like feel mentally. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And
0: I no longer had use of any portion of my body. How long were you in this state for? That's a good question. I don't know, because a lot of things transpired in what I'm about to tell you.
1: Please, continue. Please.
0: So when I realized I was going to die, I somehow started making peace with those that I knew in my life, friends, family, etc. So I initially said, I'm sorry. It was kind of telepathically, I said, I'm sorry for the mistake that I made, and I'm sorry that I had to die this way. I then said goodbye. I said goodbye to everybody, and this probably all happened in a short period of time. Yeah. I went from feeling very fearful. Yeah. Very sorry. Yeah. To then saying my goodbyes. Wow. And about the time I finished my goodbyes, my consciousness shift from being... In the body still, like being in thought and being in the yeah. body. Yeah. Consciousness shifted from that perspective into an out of body experience. Really? Which is where some people describe seeing the light or going into the light. Yeah. And so what started to form it looked like a cloud. Yeah. It was light. It was cloud, but it was its own intelligence. Huh. It, was not, it had its own intelligence, its own life to it. They started to merge with it. As I started to merge, I knew that somehow I knew that if I had merged completely with the light, yeah, that I was going to die. Oh, That was going to be the end point. And as yeah. I got closer to it, all I felt was the most ridiculously amount of love that yeah. I've ever felt in my entire life. Wow! The only way I could describe it is that if you took, say, a garden hose and plugged it into yourself and turned on the water, yeah, and you're being filled up, and you couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, you can't take it. Yeah, you can't take it. It's too much. Yeah, it's too much love. Now, this isn't love down here on Earth where you love somebody until they wrong you and then you no longer love them anymore. Right. Yeah. This love was like divine. Yeah. And I really think it's what most people long for. Huh. To give and receive that amount of love. but yeah. Unfortunately, I've never found that here, although I'm happily married. I've never found that yeah. kind of
1: love. Yeah.
0: On this earth. Yeah. So when the electrocution stopped. Yeah. Because it did stop. Yeah. I left that realm yeah that was you call it heavenly words can't describe it it was the most amazing place it was like home yeah when the electrocution stopped it was as if i had left home left the place i always wanted to be the only place i'd ever felt totally comfortable and i was back in the body yeah back in the basement back in the mud facing my dilemma of pumping this out well in the process of the electrocution I dislocated my shoulder and came out of the hole there and called 911 was yeah. transported to a local hospital then treated for the electrocution as well as the dislocated shoulder
1: Um This is an absolutely fascinating story and I so appreciate your sharing it with us but also you tell it so well I mean it, that it's just I thank you for sharing it with so much detail. Well, I've
0: had more fear of uh, sharing the story than I have reliving the story. To be honest, because I've only told personal friends and family because you know it's a strange world, and I wouldn't want to be viewed as being someone that's out there. But unless you have an experience like this, yeah, you really have nobody else to talk to about it.
1: Um. Well, <laughs> well, now you're telling a lot of folks, so that's good. Um, that's great. Wow. So, um. Uh, so, do you have any idea how long you were in the water in the basement? I
0: think what ultimately happened was that when I was bent down on one knee, <clears throat> yeah, when the electrocution started, it has, it has the ability of you, if you've seen any videos, it'll knock you or throw you. Uh huh, uh huh. I think what happened is when the, the electricity hit, it threw me, it kind of pushed me up and back. I had hit my shoulder on the part of the subfloor of the yeah,
1: house. Yeah,
0: That's what separated it out. So I think in time, because in that in the afterlife there is no time.
1: Right. Yeah. Sure. Sure.
0: In time, it may have been ten seconds.
1: Oh. Oh. Wow. Okay. Or
0: five seconds. Yeah. In the experience of having it, it seemed like it was quite a long time because as i've said before with that sensation of being filled with love that felt like it had continued way beyond its point because like i said i was at max capacity and was basically asking for it to stop because i had no ability to hold that much love it was like i was literally going to explode that's amazing if i didn't Offload some somehow. So I was explode by having too full of love as well as being at the point of merging with the light. Electrocution was over and I was back in the body. Now I do have to say that when I realized I had survived this, I had two reactions. One, I'm really grateful for the for making it yeah the other one was what the hell am i doing back here
1: right yeah, yeah because
0: yeah. i didn't want to be back
1: yeah 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 that, that that's actually my next question is like if you could and and i'm sure you're happy being married to this lovely lady and living your life here in idaho and stuff but it, it would you if you were to go back there in that very moment, would you have rather stayed with the love than return to this earthly plane?
0: 100%.
1: Really? Wow.
0: Since then, I you know I gotten married, had a child, and things yeah. like that, and lived life like everybody else does. Yeah. Yeah. I had. Yeah. Now it doesn't make me want to go out
1: and die. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But the ability to go back into that. Yeah. Like, Entirely, I would do that immediately.
1: Because it's just that irresistible because it's that the love is that powerful.
0: It's almost, it's so hard to explain. It's kind of like if you were, say, you were hungry, you were thirsty, you were sad or seeking love in your yeah. life, receive it or give it. Yeah. All these longings. And this came along by itself, past all those holes at once. Yeah. One that it it just packs them. It was like so unbelievable fulfilling that, like I said, the good and the bad was the good was that I was experiencing it. Yeah, was when it was over with and
1: I was back in the body. Yeah,
0: I felt really unfortunate to be back here. That's fascinating.
1: And and what? How long ago did this happen? Five, six years ago? Or? Oh no, it was twenty years ago. Oh, 20 years yeah. ago. It it makes like.
0: I can't say it's affected my life. Yeah. But it kind of has. Sure. Because nothing, as far as I know, nothing is going to compare. Yeah. Nothing, no more years of my life or experiences throughout life, I think, will be able to compare to that. Yeah. Because it was so fulfilling. Yeah. So it kind of leaves me somewhat empty.
1: Yeah. Uh huh. Interesting. Uh, an empty
0: space. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Did but it, There's
0: no way to replace that.
1: Did it um, kind of change your 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 worldview or your kind of behavior you're dealing with day to day life? That suddenly, little things that would irritate people, like you know, losing your car keys, to so those things, no longer irritate you. Or suddenly, it oh. it almost changed my entire outlook on life. Yeah, I used to be worried
0: about the small things what well, yeah. they things when they were okay yeah. yeah back on it you know i was highly into sports yeah. and who wins and who loses yeah whether there's enough money or not enough money yeah all aspects of life changed because i realized that ultimately none of it matters
1: huh yeah, uh, Amelia Earhart once said, uh, "I feel so bad for the people who have never had to look death in the face because they worry about the littlest things." And um, it's wow! So th- this is this is an amazing story. Um, usually, this is kind of a lighthearted game show uh, where people. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, no, but we we welcome all. Everyone has a story, and some of them can be quite profound, like yours. So I'm I'm very very happy you came to share it.
0: When I saw the sign there, i had been thinking. <laughs> only told probably twenty people the story. Yeah. So it's I'm not about writing a book or yeah, having a name for myself. It it removes those things from you. Sure. It's yeah. I think. It yeah. There's no notoriety to be gotten. Yeah. It. And so I really didn't want any attention or anything yeah when I saw the sign here I thought it was really interesting about having a story and that's yeah. my primary story in the it's, and it affected me from that
1: it's, it's a very big story and I'm 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 honored that after 20 years you chose our show to be more public with it I'll
0: this day forever because there's always a first and this was the first for me to uh-huh somebody that wasn't part of the family or friends
1: plan. Yeah. So well, I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, so usually at this point in the show, I try to one up yeah. you with this story from my life. And, and um, well, I've never been in a coma. I've never shocked myself. I've never had I was essentially died. I've never, nothing like that. Um, this is probably the closest. Thing That I have to you And I'm going to say you've won You're getting a t-shirt And you should be proud of that t-shirt Because you really earned it (laughs) Um, I'm driving In a car With one of my best buddies in Montana I'm 19 years old It's early spring I think it's Route 90 That that goes through We're near the Seven Sister Mountain And uh, there's Two lanes headed east, two lanes headed west, and a big dip in the divide between the two. There's snow and some ice and stuff everywhere. We're driving down the highway. My buddy's driving at about 70 miles an hour. And all of a sudden, he hits this ice patch and his tire Blows! I happen to have this is way back when I had my Kodak Instamatic camera with me, you know, and I ha- I was just taking pictures of these seven mountains. It's the front passenger wheel pops, the car starts spinning and does these donuts at seventy miles an hour. The car dips down into the 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 dividing dip a little valley in the road there and into the other side of oncoming traffic. Oh, and there's a semi barreling right at us and leaning on his horn. And my buddy uh, manages to hit the gas and just get the car back in the median. And we, we don't get killed. And, but uh, what was weird is the whole time, this car is just spinning around and around doing three sixties i'm taking pictures of him and i'm laughing hysterically and i don't know why but i have absolutely no fear and for some reason i think this is absolutely hilarious and i'm not a, and i'm not a weird guy this is you know i'm not attracted to death or anything like this but it was just that's what happened and I and 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 he's a very good friend of mine. I'm blessed to have a lot of really good close college friends still with me, and we get together like every year or so. And we take out the old pictures, and I have four or five of these old oh pictures of him, white knuckled holding on to the steering wheel, and uh, yeah. But then we uh, got the we managed to get a tow, get the tire fixed, sat in a bar, drank beers, and laughed about it. My friend thought I was crazy.
0: How could you have had a camera ready, and willing to go?
1: About well, we're going down the highway and he and this is my first time in Montana. I'm I'm um, I just graduated college. He was my college roommate for four years. Dan Vermillion. Great guy. Hey, Dan, how are you? I know he listens. And uh, so uh, he's pointing out. It's the, the mountains that were called the Seven Sisters, and he's telling me the story about them. And wherever we're going, it's the first time in Montana, I happen to have the camera, and I'm taking pictures of everything. So I was literally taking a picture out the windshield to try to get these mountains when the whole thing started. So then I just kept clicking, clicking, clicking. And and honestly, I don't know why I was laughing because like horror movies scare me. I am, haunted houses scare me. I don't do <laughs> any of that stuff. The kids tease me all the time uh, over it. Um, but yeah, but yeah. So that's my near death story. But I didn't die. I, you did.
0: Did you look back
1: at how close death could have been? I've um so um, in my life, uh, I had kind of a troubled childhood, um, and, uh, there's a lot of despair. And, uh, so almost very early on, I, 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 I learned the words of Amelia Earhart and, and I've never, I've never, I lose my phone and car keys and things like that all the time. And Never bothers me. No the, oh, the only thing that other bothers me now is other people when they're being rude or something. I think we
0: all have a problem with people. We prefer animals and <laughs> nature.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, this was this was a great story. I'm I Yeah, it I uh, yeah. I'm I'm glad you shared it too. So um if you uh in our in our audience there at home can feel that you've got uh, uh, an amazingly profound story like this, uh, we would love to hear it. So please uh, email it to the one upper show at gmail.com. You can send us an audio a video or type it up and we'll read it on the air and uh, we'll share your story and send you a t-shirt in the mail. And we, we love to hear from you. And, and just, thank you, sir. Thank you. Been an honor to come by. I appreciate. It. I Thank really appreciate so it too. Yeah, Thank I'm. You. I'm glad we could be here for you. Let's get you a. T- the One Upper Show is
0: brought to you by Trailblazing Canvassers and the Burning Sage Productions.